A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we had a conversation, as, as we often do. You'd expect over the course of three hours. be a bit weird otherwise. <laughs> um, we were joined by Greg Lansdowne. A, a panini stick has gone for an absolute fortune. Not a record break, breaker, but still a lot of money. A lot of money. So Greg explained. He may make you a few quid from uh, that conversation. Um, we also... Um, Talk to Steve Williams, who is the CEO of the US company Pillow Fighting Championship, which is getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, and I think he kind of, I've watched it, it's very good. So uh, we chatted to him. Uh, I think that should keep That's it going. It. Yeah, we had a couple of chats, as you say. That's Here we it. are. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Sorry, I won't be able to do any research on my phone today. I dropped it on the sea on the way in. It's easy done. It can happen. Yeah, we were thinking, if, things, if Charlie's yeah. choice almost certainly tomorrow would have been, <laughs> what have you dropped in the North Sea? <laughs> Actually, well, that's all right. Charlie's not here, but we'll do it in his honour. Other things you've dropped in the North Sea. Although uh, our old yeah, friend uh, Georgie Bingham, Bingham yeah. I saw her, she said, look, it happens. Apparently she went dog walking in the mm. neck of the woods, which is the North Sea. Yeah. Um, and uh, a dog sort of bound up on her while she, and then she dropped her phone in the North Sea. So, so it can it actually can happen. happen. Well, that's the whole happen. point, Good isn't it? Georgia, yeah. I don't know if you saw the cat on the pitch at Hillsborough. I did see that. And the Wednesday yeah, yeah. players were so calm and kind to it, obviously. Yeah, they were under a fair bit of pressure, pressure to yeah, be, I think. But, yeah. it, but it's lucky they weren't playing West Ham. No, that is, <laughs> that is very true. Anyway, uh, we're going to come on to that. Jim White was there reporting for the uh, Telegraph and uh, had an eye as much on the crowd as he did on the match. There were some mm. interesting talking points to come out. What was a very odd night? And we'll be discussing that in a bit more detail with Jim in... In around 10 minutes' time. Before that, though, uh, let's have a look at the other games last night because it was one of those nights, you, you know, you look for the interesting game, you, tr you tried not to go flipping, mm. but it was difficult with three three matches and I did go flipping a bit and I was very impressed with um, with Veg Vighorst, wasn't he? Yes. Or Veg Vighorst. Uh, definitely an upgrade on Chris Wood for Good me. Good feet for incredibly big man. I had neat feet for a big man. <laughs> what a lovely turn to set yeah, up the Rodriguez yeah, yeah. goal. And he, he did look he did look good, didn't he? I mean, they've, they've made the halved what they sold Wood for and they seem to have a player there. But it's odd because I turned over at half-time of the Newcastle game and the crowd, and the United were 1-0 up and Turf Moor was very quiet. Yeah. And United looked so on top in the game. It's the same Same story, isn't it? Over and over again. Yeah, we'll talk to Richie about, about this later on, really. a United fan. Uh, uh, Newcastle-Everton kind of went the way you thought it probably might. 
Yeah. Um, Wasn't and, impressed with Deli Alley, I have to say. Yeah, it was a. T- I mean, giving the ball away for that second goal. It's just he. he all, look, it's going to take him time. He's only just got there and he's not been playing much. Yeah, but one thing you can do, even if you're out of form, I mean, even though, like I say, you're a bloke like Werner who's been terrible, but one thing you can never say about him is he doesn't try. Yeah. He tries his heart out. And I yeah. think that's the thing. It, it, I don't know if he is trying his heart or he just looks like he is, but he looks like he's playing in a testimonial to me. Yeah. He's he, wandering, ambling around the pitch. He always had a bit of a laconic style, yeah. but maybe not quite as much as, as we've seen in recent years. It's going to take him time to get up to speed, and they, I'm sure Frank mm. Lampard didn't want to sling him on after... No. 25 minutes, that wouldn't have been his choice. It's, but a, it's an unlucky thing. When you get two defensive injuries and you have to make substitutions, it really does restrict you yeah. tactically. And I think Everton were a bit of a victim of that last but night. But Newcastle yeah. did look good. And I said to you, when, yeah. when they started doing business, I said the other week that you're going to see the level increase of the players that are already there. Players like St Maximum. When you're, when you're in a team like that mm. um, and you're having to do all the heavy lifting, there's two or three players really effective doing all the heavy lifting in that Newcastle team. Mm. Now you've got a bit of space and time. You can take a deep breath. And St Maximum was fantastic last night. hazard in his So it's not just who you bring brilliant. in, it's what it does to the players who are already there. And I think you're seeing a bit of that. You've always known Trippier can do that. I mean, you know, mm. I mean, Harry Kane wouldn't take every free kick if Trippier was still in Tottenham. He might <laughs> score a few. It's great. It's, it's Watching the... the you'll be, you may see it tonight. Tottenham will get a free kick on the edge of the box and it'll immediately fall to Harry Kane. And look, the wonderful player that he is and brilliant finisher. Well, We're all sitting there thinking, based on what exactly? Yeah, Everyone yeah. he hits goes over the uh, goes into the wall or over the bar and yeah. he takes every one of them so he, he must think look it's, you know if you throw enough at the wall some of it's bound to stick maybe one of the new players play. you, you're going to it's always good to see a couple of new players well, yeah, I've, I've not yeah. been for a month last time I was there for various reasons was when you gubbed us so it was a fairly miserable evening yes. in the cup, so I'm looking forward to going back to I was saying I did a thing with uh, Theo um, Delaney Delaney yesterday and uh, we were talking about this and I said I don't understand. Spurs have been great against everybody but Chelsea. Yeah. And I, I do feel that in that game, Conte, in all three games, he kind of talked, you know, talked the team down. He yeah. sort of said, we're not Chelsea. We're not, you know, anything. I know what he was doing because he wanted... Changed the formation that, that didn't suit the personnel. Yeah, did some, obviously, they, you know, he worked at the thing. club. They probably got under his skin. But yeah, yeah Life Goals is Theo's podcast. He's done it with very many good. people. Yeah, and uh, Andy is uh, he'll be available to download wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, it's next week I think yeah. he goes up. Excellent. And, uh, and Gwimmerish was uh, you know we, we all heard that he little cameo from yeah, him was number thirty nine. Very romantic. The number is bus. His dad. Uh, no, it's a bus. cab, not a bus. Not a bus driver. I it's it was a, a bus. He's a cab driver. Oh, was it? Yeah. Have you got a gag involving a bus? I have. But I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I thought. I thought. I thought the I commentator know. said bus. Why don't you do it anyway? Because no, I think. No, his dad used to be a bus driver. No, no, Andy. He was the number. He he rode. He did the number thirty-five. I wasn't sure about it anyway. San Paolo to Manaus. You turn right at the lights, and it only takes you twelve days to get there. I'm not doing it. So go on, Andy. He did. He was the bus driver, but then he got a cab, and he so what? Yeah, so his dad's a bus driver. Tell us more. Well, if <laughs> I'm doing it now, go on, Andy. No, I've lost confidence. Oh, don't lose confidence. We're not. Honestly, we'll sit here, <laughs> Jacobs. We'll sit here yeah. uh, in this classroom until you tell us your joke. Okay, no, you there'll be no adverts. There'll be no what, travel. I will tell you about yesterday. I changed the subject. Uh, well, only because I've, you know Tuesday is my day for doing the birthday spread. So oh, tremendous! I collect all the birthdays, and I suddenly realised I hadn't cut the birthdays out of the Guardian. 
Oh, okay. And, and it's the weekend one, so you get a double bubble birthday. So okay. I get a lot of that out of that one. And Funny the things that become important in your life. I know. Really? Throwing it away. Oh, but, the guy can't wait. But double bubble Guardian birthdays we, today. We've got these German neighbours, and oh, for yeah. some reason they get the Guardian sent every day, and they're often. I've never seen there. German neighbours. <laughs> can still be Doctor. <laughs> can still be Doctor Carl, <laughs> can't he? Doctor Carl. <laughs> You're fantastic, German neighbours. Kennedy. Yeah. And, <laughs> Everybody needs good neighbours. It'd be not, good, wouldn't it? Not a great idea. Yeah, I'd, really. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah, a little under. I won't mean, keep on like that. Sorry, I get a bit mad, really. But anyway, central casting. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I I thought, oh, hang on a minute. He probably got a pile of guardians up there. He's just. I went to actually nick it, but he'd already taken it. <laughs> so I thought, I'll tell you what. I'll go upstairs, ring on, knock on his door, oh, yeah. and uh, you know, just ask him for the paper. Not just say I need it for my work, which I do. Mm. Anyway, I knock on the door. Let's open the door. I don't know how, what, how this happened, but the bloke had like, you know how you get plastic bottles of water and they're all bound up together in a sort of case? Oh, yeah. As he opened the door, this whole thing fell on the floor, smashed everywhere. Oh, no. Yeah, as I'm, say, as I'm saying to him, excuse me, have you got a copy of the Saturday? It's going, like that. Glass bottles. Yeah, everywhere. I felt so bad. I said, can I help you clear it up? wasn't your fault, though, was it? <laughs> I know, but if I hadn't knocked on the door yeah. at that time and he'd opened the door. But, you know. Right. Anyway, I did get it, so all, all's well that ends well from my point of view. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got bits of sharp pieces of glass in his feet. <laughs> yeah. That's it. No, I but, did, but you got your guardian exactly. to do your double bubble birthdays. <laughs> so anyway, he did drive the bus. It's just been confirmed. He did drive the 39 bus, then. <laughs> And then he switched to a cab. What happened, though, when he drove the 39 bus? <laughs> no idea, but if Stan Butler's son had been a professional footballer, yeah. would he have had cemetery gates on the back of his shirt? Yeah, you're right, it wasn't worth <laughs> it. It wasn't worth it. I looked it up, though, to think... And actually, when you look up on <laughs> the buses... We can break now, safely, yeah. Wikipedia, yeah. the first thing it mentions is that the bus went to the cemetery gates. That's right, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Mr. Andy Zeitgeist Jacobs. <laughs> He's just trying to take his mind off. It's, all, it's the excitement. It's palpable in this studio. It's so the world... funny, the difference between Palmeiras, who are like yeah. that manic South American determined, they're desperate to win this Yeah, tournament. they're going and mad Chelsea, when they Chelsea. scored. They, look like, they honestly look like they're on holiday. Yeah. You, you know, going for walks in the pool and, you know, all sorts know. of things. Well, we'll see at 4.30 because um, they, they're, they're, def- they're not, they, they, they begin the, uh, the uh, World Club Championship Championship in the semi final. The long stage. road. The long road. <laughs> the road to the final. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is a story and a half. Um, a Cristiano Ronaldo sticker from his uh, early days at uh, Sporting Lisbon, the 2002-2003 season, has been sold for £60,000, a Panini sticker. It's pretty rare. It's the ultimate got-not-got. Got, yeah, <laughs> mint condition. That's um, a lot of money. We're interested to know, you know, is that a bit of an outlier or can it be a very lucrative business as lucrative as this? So we, we turn to a man who knows an awful lot about the subject has written at least two books on the subject, the Panini Football Stickers Official Celebration and indeed Stuck on You. And that's uh, Greg Lansdowne. Good afternoon, Greg. Afternoon. Thanks for having me on again. Pleasure. Yeah, well, let, let's start. I mean, it's, it's £60,000, the, the highest amount that, is, uh, that a Panini sticker has sold for or not. No, no, nowhere, nowhere near. Uh, $555,000, uh, the, the Diego Maradona's first Panini sticker sold for last year. Uh, so, so this, uh, by, by comparison, is just, a, it's, it's just a drop in the ocean for, for, <laughs> for some, some of the investors. I, I think where, where the big surprise lies is the fact that this sticker only came out 20 years ago. Mm. Um, and and it's actually not that rare. Um, I, I, I've seen reports saying that there's only 200 out there, whereas that that actually means only 200 have been graded by this US grading company. Mm. Now, obviously, most of these Portuguese league Panini stickers are going to have been collected by people in Europe and mainly people in, in Portugal. Mm. And, and not many of these people, these collectors, would have, would have thought about sending it off if, if they did happen to have uh, loose ones still. Not many would have thought about sending it off to an American grading company to get graded because they, each sticker or card that gets graded does actually cost quite a bit of money as well. Mm. So, so you, I just want to clear something. What, yeah. what do you mean by graded exactly? Well, it's it's uh, it, the graders uh, judge the condition of, of a sticker or, or a card. So this this Ronaldo one is a, a gem mint ten. So to get that a mint ten, this sticker not only needs to have perfect edges, perfect corners, it needs to be perfectly centered the image as well. Um, and in in that respect, there certainly aren't many of those about. So. Almost certainly, if you were collecting 20 years ago and it went in your swaps pile, you would have put an elastic band around it, so it, mm. it wouldn't be a gem mint 10 now. So there's, there's a likelihood is that this was... Uh, somebody bought a, a complete sealed box of, uh, of football 2002-03 recently in an attempt to find it. 
I, and, and obviously, if it's still in its packet and still in a box, then you've got a good chance of getting a, a, a good condition sticker there. I did actually see that, that there's a box on sale for $13,000 at the moment. And although that might seem a lot, if you're an investor with a lot of money, mm. that, that potentially could be a good investment. Yeah, yeah, we can turn it into 60. Yeah. It is interesting because yeah. there's long been trade in baseball trading cards and with the yeah. famous Honus Wagner, it's worth millions. Is it all about the rarity value and the condition? I suppose it must be. Well, yeah, as I say, in this in this Cristiano Ronaldo one, it's about the condition because it's clearly not that rare. There are cards that get produced now that are limited to uh, one of five or sometimes one of one, and then of course their value is going to keep going up and up, especially for the for the star players. But this this one and the the first of a uh, Lionel Messi one and Kylian Mbappe, his first Panini sticker. It, it's not the fact that there aren't that many out there. It, it's the fact that it's their first, and it's the fact that there probably aren't that many in gem mint top condition available, it's especially the, the, the Messi and Ronaldo ones. Mm. Are there ones to look out for, Greg? Are there particular cards that, that um, people might not necessarily think could be quite collectible and quite lucrative, but are? Well, I, I tend to find these days that uh, it, it's, it's the ones that collectors have that, that they feel is the is the most uh, sought-after one. Mm. So, I, for instance, we were having a debate about what uh, Gary Lineker's first sticker was recently, and 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 it, it was agreed that uh, that the one that I have is definitely the one. And then, and then someone else said, "No, it's the one that I've got because <laughs> because obviously we we want it to be ours." Um, there's, uh, it's. I think it's a case of if, if you're an investor, you want to look for the the star, the really star players, and I think it, ideally the ones that have retired and, and can't tarnish their reputation. Certainly not not on the pitch, <laughs> and then get 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 either a first or or a very early one. So, for instance, uh, Pele's uh, first card from uh, 1958 that that sold for nine hundred thousand dollars in November 2021, and and I don't think it's going to stop at that price either okay well, i think the market uh, the bottom fell out the kurt zuma market yesterday but <laughs> yeah. that's the vagaries isn't it of, well, uh, of the I, sticker I collecting think, i think you've probably got more chance of getting uh, a good value for, for for one of the cats rookie cards yeah you probably have cheers greg thanks very much thanks very much thank greg you lands down there panini football sticker expert so there we are if you've got yeah. a mint condition cristiano ronaldo in his sporting lisbon days yeah but buy a box for 13 grand on the basis that there's one in there that's worth 60. Well, yeah, so it was a punt. A bit it, of work. it certainly is a hell of a punt, isn't it? Well, yeah, excellent. So, still to come this afternoon, yeah, we're going to be chatting about a new um, football documentary on goalkeeping, which was on BT last night with Richie Driss. And uh, later on in the show, Tim Vickery will join us, as always. He'll be getting very excited about the World Club Championship, as will uh, John Roder and Jeff Peters. And they're all going to try and infuse Andy before the big kickoff at uh, 4.30. Let's see how uh, they get on. We asked you about things today that you've dropped into the North Sea. Um, it, you know, had limited appeal, but it is quite newsy. Um, this was from Daz. I used to drop RAF um, fighter jet pilots into the North Sea. Well, it was my job. I was a sea survival instructor, so I did this every month for six years. So that's a very good one. It's better that's than good. mobile phones, certainly. Thank you, Daz. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's interesting that curling are under pressure to justify the lottery funding that they've had because they, they didn't win a gold medal. 
or didn't win any medal. Mm. Uh, you know, they, they, they've got 6.3 million, so I hope they don't sweep it under the carpet. There we are. Very Fantastic. Much. There we are. Fantastic. Like one, this, yeah. is what, this is what they want. <laughs> And uh, so they just take they just take a broom away after every just come in somebody just comes in from lottery funding just removes a broom doesn't say anything They've still got a chance in just the takes it individual away individual and the team so we'll see what happens I'll be having that thanks uh, very much <laughs> you're a broom down see what you can do now it's true. Uh, Photos of famous Actually, people. Actually, they're not brooms, are they? They're like a sort of pound shop squeegee. No, they are a broom. They, they're not really a proper... They're not a bristle broom, broom, are they? They're, no, they're not a broom. Any, you can't watch this without with the sound on there. It's like a fingers on a blackboard. What is so, it? They, they've got a mic by the ice. Oh, so really? when they start... Oh, it's, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> okay. It's not ideal. Fair Did you enough. see... Of course, the, the late, great Bamba Gascoigne died this yeah, week, and yes. there were a lot of tributes to him. And yeah. They put all these... A uh, picture up in the sunset of all these famous people that had been on University Challenge. Yes. Including David Mello. It's a great photo of David Mello when he was on University Challenge. He looked about 70 even then. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Good afternoon, David, if you're listening. <laughs> he won't be. And, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't think so, no. Uh, 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 yeah. I'm not. Yes. And um, <laughs> Arsenal's uh, shopping website had a sort of dig at Spurs. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yes, it's sort of amusing, but a sort of typical lack of class. And you think the club karma, stepped, uh, but basically it was a, it was a rogue it was a rogue employee. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah a man with incredibly thick all... black hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in an Arsenal tracksuit, seen hacking into the computer. Spurs have got a game in hand on Arsenal and they're on the same points and if they win tonight they'll yeah. be three points out of them so you know I, I sort of wait I'm not the counting any chickens as they say in football well, circles know, Andy it's true. very it's very early well, days well Southampton can be tricky as, as City have found yeah got some very Declan good Rice oh, likes yeah. eating rice before a match unless you saw that you are what you eat you, I suppose so what about yeah. Mark Fish Jason Orange and Wilfred Pickles what do they eat <laughs> thank <laughs> you very much absolutely no idea it's almost like you had this already to talk about at the drop of a hat the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast as the New York Post fantastically put it in their head Line, pillow fighting has moved out of the bedroom and into the ring. Mm. Um, you can go and check out some videos of it. There are plenty of them there. That's right, pillow fighting. Um, you'll be surprised at just how brutal it is. It's got a real MMA I vibe know, I was to quite it. Quite surprised when you yeah. showed me. It's um, it's got that that kind of UFC feel to it. Mm. Simply, simply because you know there, there are kind of lot of similarities. Um, here to tell us more is um, the man behind it, the CEO of the Pillow Fighting Championship over in the States, Steve Williams. Steve, good afternoon from our point of view. Good morning to you. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, pleasure. yeah. So we took to, uh, we took to YouTube and, and other outlets and, and watched some of your um, uh, events. And, uh, yeah, it has really got that kind of MMA UFC feel to it, hasn't it? It sure does. I mean, uh, you know, most of our fighters are MMA uh, fighters. Um, we've got, I'd say, half of them are uh, actually either UFC, current UFC uh, fighters and champions and, um, and or, or past. You know, even uh, we've got one Bellator fighter as well. Where, where did the idea come from, mm. Steve? What made you think that, that it could have this kind of gladiatorial feel or something which is a kind of effectively something your kids do when they're being naughty? <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 kind of an extension of when we were kids. I mean, I my brother and I used to fight mm. all the time. My my parents bought these uh, in, uh, what they call encounter bats, just one red, one blue, kind of paper mache cloth colored covered bat, and we'd beat the crap out of each other. You know, when we were when we were acting <laughs> up, you know, and and it settled us down, and we get back to doing our homework or whatever, and then we glad it again a little, you know, five minutes later. But um, at least uh, she didn't have to get the belt out, you know. No, that's good, but good news. It's it's yeah, it's amazing. Um, 
I know uh, we had Martin Bramage, who's um, who fought uh, Conor McGregor and uh, and lost, but um, he was in our uh, he was in our last uh, championship uh, on the uh, on the 29th of January, and it was quite a quite an event. It it's nothing like anybody can imagine. Their right. their first thought about pillow fighting is, uh, you know, it's going to be kind of boring bedroom pillows. This is nothing like that. It's the exact opposite, and that's why it gets such a great reaction. Uh, because it's it's stunning to watch and it's exciting. I mean, uh, nonstop the the pillows make big noise when they hit. So there's a lot of uh, sort of mind uh, uh, mind sequence that that you get when you hear this noise and you see somebody getting a, a smack in the face, you know, 90 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a sort of fight sport for its time in the way that you know <clears throat> boxing and MMA have have received criticism for head injuries and and long term effects for boxers? Whereas I presume for this nobody really gets that hurt, although the clip you showed me was Yeah, I was watching the guys, the fight had to stop. Is that fair to say, or is it, yeah. is it you know, I, I people get hurt? Uh, it, we've had a couple of injuries, but it's, it's we've had one uh, guy that had a, um, a dislocated shoulder, um, but he had a, a history of dislocated shoulders on that shoulder. Um, we did have the TKO, which was absolutely the greatest moment in sports. Uh, I never thought it would happen. Um, we never even considered that it would happen, but a, a very tough MMA fighter, Mike Trujillo, um, he got knocked out by uh, uh, Terrell Jenkins, TJ, on uh, the second round. I mean, it, these rounds are only a minute, 30 seconds, and, and he was out on the second round. It was, he, took a, he took a hit to the stomach, then he could, took another one to the head. And he just bent over and he, he couldn't finish. He ended up laying on the mat for about five minutes. I mean, we, were, we were worried about him. It was, it was crazy. His, his manager is screaming, it's a pillow, it's a pillow, it's <laughs> yeah. just a pillow. <laughs> That's right, I've it's seen crazy. that clip. <laughs> what sort of pillow is it? Is it, is it a regulation it's not, it's, I don't think it's a regulation. not the one you're going to be sleeping on tonight, I guess, Steve. That's it, the it case. Is absolutely, it is absolutely the pillow you sleep on. Wow, okay. I mean, okay. it's... You know, it's it's got special ripstop nylon. We we have special handle design that we you know we filed a patent on, and you know it's there's a lot of work that went into choosing the the size and the weight and everything. Um, we're still making changes to the to the pillow design. Um, we've even got an X version that would absolutely knock you out. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know, we're not sure we ever want to use it, but wow. you know, if we ever wanted to do a a super hardcore match where you pretty much guarantee a knockout. That's we've got the pillow for that. That's the one with the horseshoe in it. Yeah, no brick. Doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the um, I suppose when you approach these, I know mm. you've had celebrities and different sorts of sports people involved, um, and uh, MMA fighters, etc., getting involved mm. in it. Do you, do you see it as much more MMA than sort of uh, WWE? Do you, you you feel it's much more in that area, or is oh, there yeah. a bit of? There's no aspect of that from that point of view. You don't think. No, you know, we had the two jokers who are, you know, uh, Marcus Perez was the joker for um, UFC. You know, he wore his makeup in the in the face off. Um, and then we have the other joker, you know, the Suicide Squad joker. Um, th those two guys just by chance uh, kind of go by the nickname Joker. Mm -hmm. And then so we told them, guys, you got you got to wear your makeup. I mean, even when you fight, because normally they'll they'll take it off before they, they do the fight. But we said, no, no, you got to leave it on. <laughs> and that, that was a phenomenal fight. Tell me that there's a podcast called Pillow Talk. There's got to be. I'd like, there's got to be. If there isn't, Steve, it's yours for free. The TV hosts where they do this sort of softy thing where they're hitting each mm. other with bedroom pillows, and it, it's exactly the opposite yeah. of what we're doing and what we want to put forward. This is hardcore stuff, and yeah. you know most people can't handle it. Um, 
when we do get your average guy up there, if he's not in shape, that even though the rounds are a minute and a half with a mm-hmm. minute in between, uh, they can't handle it. A minute and a half with a pillow, yeah. with our pillows, you, you can't do it. Well, it I mean, is, I, I could barely, I could barely do a minute and a half myself. Well, it is. You can see. Look, it's aerobic. Clearly, you can watch these kids. They, yeah. The people doing it are in good shape, and it tires you out. We remember that as kids. Imagine oh, your yeah. parents coming in. You're both there, red. What are you two doing? Look, they're going to come through the ceiling. Nothing, Dad. Nothing. And you're all red faced. Yeah, the smell of sweat yeah. in the room. It's an aerobic workout. You said that it's the talk of a golf club. These people are being. Uh, hit with so I don't doubt for a minute but there must be a time when you first approach these people uh, Steve to get involved and you say how do you fancy coming on board uh, with the pillow fighting they must say you nuts pillow fighting I'm sure it's different when they see it but the initial approach they must think that that can't be right pillow fighting let me tell you what it we we did a, a demo fight uh really just uh rented uh Bart Vale I don't know if you ever heard of Bart Vale but um B-A-R-T-V-A-L-E. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look up this fight with him and Ken Shamrock. He was one of the original uh, shoe fighters. And he was, uh, I think he's a uh, 10th degree black belt um, in Kenpo Karate, trained in, in Japan for you know 20 years. And um, that, that particular fight is the greatest fight in history. We walked into his, uh, into his dojo uh, with these two, you know, pink and a blue pillow, just kind of our <laughs> trademark. And he looked at us and he's like, oh, come on, guys, you know, what are you, you know, what are you doing here with this? And uh, he's got uh, all these ancient fighting implements all over his wall, you know, from the last uh, 40,000 years of, of uh, Asian, you know, fighting history. Um, and um, he's an expert. So we said, look, we want to use your, your dojo and your ring. Um, we want to borrow a couple of your fighters to do a, like a demo fight, you know? And uh, he did that. He put a couple of, uh, he had two two girls that he trained. They're both black belts, and uh, put them in the ring. They started swinging a pillow, and and uh, you know, just kind of looking at it with a, you know, kind of a strange look on his face, like he's bored. And all of a sudden, he just he he once he saw it, he 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 just got electric, yeah. and he's like, oh my god, this is amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. They could um, he could see the same angle of attack from any other fight. He could see the you know the aerobic aspect. Mm. He could see um, taking advantage of of certain moves. Uh, yeah. And there's spins. I noticed you kind of see the sort of spins you see in in MMA and stuff. Look, Steve, we're out of time, exactly. but it's good to talk to you. We look forward to you bringing it to the UK. And when you do, come and see us in the studio. Uh, we absolutely will. Thank you. Fantastic, yeah. Steve Williams, there, the CEO of Pillow Fighting Champions. Steve was wrong there. There wasn't the greatest fight in history. The greatest fight in history was the Pillow in Manila. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on there. You just know. When he's gone quiet for a couple of minutes, I'm thinking he's either thinking of a good question or a lame gag. You make your own minds up. Anyway, uh, our thanks to Steve Williams. Go and check it out, though. It's pretty brutal stuff. The mm. men's and women's competitions, pretty brutal. But it's true. Yeah, that bloke saying, it's a pillow, mate. You've been hit with a pillow. But you had to stop. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We did talk pillow fighting earlier on. Steve mm. Williams is the CEO of Pillow Fighting Championship, a kind of... MMA take on the world of pillow fighting. Believe me, it's brutal. If you go and check it out, it, it sounds like a just a bit of fun. But uh, they do get stuck in. They've been taking MMA fighters. And uh, Andy, you had the the greatest fight in the, the world of uh, that was what the, the pillar in Manila. The pillar in Manila. Andy came up with a great idea. F- for their podcast as well. We have, they haven't launched one yet, but what's it going to be called? Pillow Talk. That's a brilliant idea. Oh, brilliant, hope he it? does that. I hope he takes you up on well, that. Well, I think he might. And um, Stuart, um, he said, he's in Huntington, he said, did they have tog teams in the pillow fighting? Nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. And uh, <laughs> Beer says, uh, the British 
Pillow Fighting Championships are being held in Hull. Yes, it's the slumber in the Humber. Very good. <laughs> Very Thank good. you for that. So we'll pass those on to Steve. He's looking to have a bit of a foothold in the UK. And we'll see if we can make that happen. Still struggling to get the line oh, to yeah. John, I think. It's a bit of a nightmare in the stadium. We well, can't I hope get E4 don't lose the feed. Yes. Oh, yeah. So E4. Um, I mean, can you think of any... Stra- I mean, it's quite a strange channel for it to pop up on. Yeah, isn't it? I can't ever remember Chelsea being on E4. Do you think they'll have before? some of the team from Celebs Go Dating as co-commentators? <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? I, mean, I was thinking that because Tottenham were on... ITV4 the other night I thought they might have had Gemma Collins on Coco not being funny but that was offside yeah yeah yeah, exactly Uh, David Beckham has revealed Mm. he once ate 32 snails in one sitting I did see this Andy yeah Yeah. Um, the thing is he did a a podcast this is how the news agenda works now yeah he did a podcast the River Cafe podcast Mm. and that's where the story came about the Posh having fish and chips, and not right. fish and chips. And so that she certainly didn't have chips. <laughs> fish and chip sa- maybe singular. Fish and, fish and salad every yes. day for twenty five years. Yeah. And so this week's one, they sort of saved it, is that he revealed that he'd like to visit Chez Ami Louis, dubbed the world's most famous bistro. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of it myself, but okay. there you go. You and, don't move uh, in those. Well, you well, kind of do, really. don't you? Really, when it comes to but food. it says. Uh, he dined there alone, but set a record that would horrify affable snail Brian from the Magic Roundabout. <laughs> Shell shock, and there's a picture of Brian. Don't want to get cancelled by Brian, do you? <laughs> it's um, now, uh, David Beckham, I, I did look into this, so no one else would have to. 32 snails in one sitting. It's, almost it's a like, lot. It's, it's like a, competitive eating. There's a lot of garlic there. Well, I, yeah, that's true. I did look it up, though, and it's good for you. Quite low in calories. Yeah. Um, and not yet, and well, I think, that garlic's good. Yeah. I think you were looking. You talk and uh, a lot of protein in a snail. Yeah, so a lot of look, butter though. Yeah, okay. That's the, only thing. the snail in isolation, thirty-two. <laughs> it's of a them. lonely creature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the snail in isolation. <laughs> it did sound like the start of a poem, but the, yeah. just if you just let the snail with no butter garlic on it, yeah. not a lot of fun, is it? Just pick really out the garlic, like a flavourless fishy wine gum. <laughs> you are. <laughs> 76, 76 calories. This is not the way we intended to end the show. Oh, it's a I'd lot like better, to point it? out I'd like them, this some is not game the... nobody cares about. <laughs> Including the person who's playing, <laughs> whose team are playing in it to be the best team in the world. Even he doesn't care. No, no, I'll seven, be delighted listen, if we are. Seven, I worked out about two and a half thousand calories. Yeah. Which, David can run that off in about 15 minutes, can't he? So yeah. uh, I'll be desperate for Chelsea to win. It's like Saturday. I was really angry that we didn't put in a better performance against Plymouth. You know, I always want Chelsea to win. I don't. Yeah. No one should ever think not that. You know, but if you do I win, will you will you come in on Monday and serenade us with uh, Champions no. of the World? You'll never sing that. No, <laughs> I mean, obviously, winning the the Champions League is special, and winning the Premier League yeah. is special, and even the FA Cup is pretty worth winning. But uh, you know. This, I'm yeah. sure. But be, look, it's better to win than lose. That's, that's for sure. It certainly is. I'm going for um, it's going to be three 0 Chelsea tonight, including that Jorginho penalty. I think it'd be quite comfortable for. Well, him. we'll see. You know, you can never tell with Chelsea. They're such a funny team. They're so unclinical. I'm sure they'll dominate the match and have yeah. about 45 chances. Is whether they put a couple of them away. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We're going to do it all again. Uh, tomorrow with Charlie, but Andy, you'll be back on Friday. Actually, you'll be back tomorrow for the birthday special. Oh, yeah. After I've wrecked my neighbours. Uh... 
glass bottles. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, that all feeds into the start. That's right, of course it does. That will make perfect sense to you here at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Going to go and smash some more bottles in his I house. Think I think yeah. Fantastic. OK, I'll see you with Charlie tomorrow for a birthday spread more. If you can join us from one, great. If not, podcast available at around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.